Last time we met, when there were few people here, very few. We went into a lot of the frustration, which 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 revolves around our Musa share, is the lack of practical hands-on skills to affect the change that we change that we so often talk about. There's a lot of talk about you should be this, you should be this, you should be holding here, and the frustration that many people have is, okay, Rabbi, that's all well and good, but how do you get there? So in the, in the last Musa share, we went into the initiating initial discussion of a model of how a person has to engage in an internal process which can practically facilitate change obviously not in one instant but the initial change of focus and then the application of the method should in the course of time bring about much fruitful change and the process begins with understanding <laughs> the process begins with understanding the relationship between us and the and the world around us. The relationship between us and the world around us. And essentially in that relationship we can isolate three initially three primary components. Um, unfortunately I'm lacking props at this point in time. So I'm gonna to have to call on your. Which one? Do you need my phone or my keys? Or? Um, we can perhaps use. At least we have two props, and we'll think of a third prop shortly. So over here we have. Oh, beautiful. Does it work? Uh, very possibly. So what happens is over here we have we have a stimulus and external the external world, which stimulates us in some way. In the center of that model, you have the organism, the one being stimulated, <coughs> and then on the outer extreme, you have the response that you should have. In a social arena, someone says to me, hello, how are you? Stimulus. I process that, the organism process it. He's inquiring after my well-being. Response, great, how are you doing? If there's an cognitive impairment in the organism, so he doesn't pro process the stimulus right, and then he gives the wrong response. How are you? He responds and says, you've got a big fat nose, and that means there's been a lack of processing. When he heard the expression, how are you? All he saw is this gigantic nose dominating his vision, and therefore, as a result, that's how he responded. That's not the response, because that doesn't create social bonding. So therefore, how does it happen, let's say that a person has, in the most extreme case, a cognitive impairment, in the less extreme case, he doesn't have the skills to process the stimulus in the right way, how do you create the change inside of him? So this is called cognitive modifiability. You can change the way you can think. Our deepest and most fundamental belief is that we can change radically the way we process stimuli, and hence we become very different people in how we react and deal with the world around us, people, and of course, so shortly we're going to go on to information. So what happens is as follows. In between the initial stimulus, the person being stimulated and his response, you insert the mediator, the teacher. And as a result, the teacher's goal is not to dictate is not to write the words on the tablet of the students in a whiteboard 
but rather to teach the student to, pro to, to process the stimulus correctly and come up to the right response. So in our case, when a person comes up to you and says, hello, how are you? And you say, you've got a big nose, why are you frightening me with your nostrils? So, wrong response. So then what happens is, the teacher at this point comes in and mediates and says, to the to 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 the the, the the person organism now just a brief word on mediation in order for mediation to be successful it in turn requires three components the first component is that the relationship between the mediator and the the, the organism between the teacher and the student has to be interactive and has to be there has to be cooperation if the student is not willing to cooperate if there's no connection between the two so then the process is absolutely a non-starter there has to be there has to be cooperation and the mediator has to have intention the person into in in the between his intention has to be to give skills over to the student you following me even though you're looking bored is this very boring I like it. Mildly boring? Yeah, you I like, like it? It's very interesting. It might be because you're repeating what we said. Okay, good. Fine. We're getting to new points. Don't worry. So, but thank you for pointing it out. No, no. I think <laughs> I think it's important to be told that you, what you're saying is superfluous. It's always superfluous for some. And even for... No, that's superfluous. Maybe we could get someone else to like somehow teach me how to deal with the stimulus you just provide me with. But in the interim, <laughs> I'll have to... Because is important. I know, it's because Exactly. It's Chazar, right? And that's why we're bored, because Chazar is bored. All you have to say is, Rabbi, Arizona, and just keep going. Okay, <laughs> so at this point in time what happens is, the, the, the teacher steps in between the student who's just told the now deeply offended friend that he's got a big nose, he steps in and he says, when your friend came towards you, what did you say, what do you think you're saying? So the student says, I didn't hear him saying anything, all I saw was his gigantic face looming over me. <laughs> so, so what the what the teacher now is to say? Do you know that when a person approaches you, you should focus not on the face, but on the words that are being said? So the student says, "No, I had no idea. Do words play a, play a role in this?" He says, "Absolutely." So now it could be that the the, the student is starting with some type of impairment. It it processes social interactions in this particular way. By the way, the the many type of these kind of dysfunctional con some people have problems with space socially that means they don't understand the role of a group of people standing in a circle they don't understand the association between the people in the circle so they don't they won't grasp it as like they're playing a game they'll say there's Ruvain, Shimon, Levi, Yudha they all stand next to each other but they won't get that they're actually associated so they'll come up to Ruvain and say Ruvain do you want to play with me and he's in the middle of a game he says what are you talking about I'm in the middle of a game the, the people have got different lackings yes you understand Yes. And yes. You ever you ever gone over to a game and you've been like given get out of my face. Yeah. So if you have, if that if that if that's a recurring experience that you had in childhood and you continue having, that people start keep keep on saying to you, <laughs> stop barging into our conversation, things like that, then you note you're not getting the associative space of people when they're staying together. Pick it up. That's an example. But so you go over to the now you have to mediate. So there has to be in order for mediation to occur, there has to be this is new information by the way, Yosha. It's brand new. You haven't heard this before. And that is that there's to be intention and integration and cooperation. Then there has to be meaning. Meaning that the student 
has to want to learn the lesson you want to teach. If the student's not interested in learning the lesson, you have nothing to go. You don't, can't go further. So what happens when there's no meaning? So there's two types of meaning. You can, tr you can create arbitrary meaning. For example, through the reward and punishment. You can say, well, if you don't learn this lesson, you're going to fail the exam. Or, if you learn this lesson, I'll give you a treat afterwards. In the most basic child system, as you get older, it obviously is adjusted. And then the final part of successful mediation is called conveyance. That you're able to give the child or the person a skill that they can take away with them. So in our case, you say to the person, Hi, how are you doing, Schmelke? Good. Do you realize why Ruben was so offended that you just told him he had a very big nose? No, I have no idea. Would you like to know? Meaning, would you like to know? Would you like to be friends with Ruvain? Yes, I would love to be friends with Ruvain. I find it very offensive that he always sticks out his tongue at me, especially when he's got such a big nose. No, no, no. So what you have to see is, yeah, okay, you say, see the problem over here is, uh, Schmelkele, the problem over here is that you're not, when, you, when you're processing, when you're understanding coming towards you, what do you see? All I see is face. Don't you have words? No, don't you have words. The first thing to focus on when someone comes near to you is listen to the words he's saying. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. Can I practice with you? Sure. Um, Shmelka, how are you doing? Wow, you got ugly eyebrows. No, Shmelka, the problem is you've fallen into the, into, the, into the trap again. You're focusing on my face, focusing on my words. Okay, let's try again. Fine. Shmelka, what is your name? My name is Shmelka. There you go, Shmelka. You're getting the hang of things. Now I want you to try it with, yeah, look, it's, gosh, it's Shimon coming towards you. Let's see what you do. Now remember, focus on the words. Yes, focus on the words. Shimela. Wow, what a disgusting haircut. No, no, Schmelke, you missed out again. Don't look, do you understand? Until eventually, Schmelke walks away, and next thing, his lady comes over, and you go, and he goes, lady says to Schmelke, Schmelke, it's so nice to see you. Lady, it's even better to see you. Well done, then you've succeeded. Through your mediation, you've conveyed a skill that the person can now use. Good? I thought Schmelke was going to leave with no friends. Yeah, it was Mamash a lot. It was class. It was class. Baruch Hashem, mediator saved Smelka and the day. Yes. Isn't yes. it more powerful then for you to say what would you think that would make him do that? Because in that you're just leading. You are 100 percent right. You are 100 percent right. You are 100 percent right. Yes. In other words, what you want to do is you want to have as much as you can come from him mm -hmm. and as little as you can come from you. You want to just give him the basic. So you want to give him the the the, the clues. That he grabs onto the clues and everything comes from himself because ultimately what you want to do is you have to convey the skills to him. So he has to walk away with it. The fact that you know it is irrelevant. He has to walk away knowing it. So that's a basic system of education. Good? Good. Okay. So we mentioned is that's, that's really the way the Talmud teaches us how to learn and process information. But since this is a context of a Musashir, what we really want to know is how can we employ this strategy as a means of fixing up the negative parts of our own self. Many of us have got repeated negative patterns. Many of us fall prey to anger. Many of us fall prey to, if not all of us, arrogance. We look down at people. Many of us judge people very severely. Many of us are selfish. We've got tithers. When we have something we do want, we, you know, we're happy to share when we've got more than enough. But when we've got a little bit, and we don't want to give it to someone else because it's mine. We've got, we've got many issues in many different areas. The goal of us being on this earth is to achieve perfection, is to achieve greatness. There's no such thing as mediocrity. Mediocrity is akin to death. 
So we have to have this greatness. But on the other hand, we become completely frustrated because it seems like inaccessible. It seems that, well, yes, I would love, of course I would love to be great. I would love to be like Reboche Feinstein. That when he was getting a lift with someone, they slammed the door on his finger in the car. There's a car. When he's getting a lift with someone. Oh. Lift is what you get in the car. Sorry. Arizona. Okay. Someone was giving someone was giving him a ride. Yeah? Someone was giving him a ride. Is it okay? Someone was giving him a ride and they slammed the door. The door on his finger. Yeah. And what did Ramesh do? Did he yell? No, he ain't yelled. <laughs> what did he do then? So what happened was the door, the door, the door was slammed on his finger, and he realized how offended, sorry, how hurt the person would be if he knew that he slammed the door on Ramosha's finger. So he just didn't react until they drove away, and then he told the driver to stop on the side so he could open the door and take his finger, which was obviously bruised and broken, out of the door. Now I would love to be like that. I would love to be like that. But quite frankly, if someone did a lot less than that to me, for example, they bumped me in the lunch queue, I said, "Get away!" So that's a problem because that's not so consistent with greatness of character. So now I want to get to greatness of character. So now what I'd have to do is I'd have to go into that response and try to do this mediation process, having the mediator being the guide in assisting me to get to that ideal response. Ideal response is someone pushing in the queue. I just go with it, man. Go with it. Why don't you come in front of me? Come on. I realize you're in a hurry. But not good facetiously. Do it with absolute sincerity. You must need this more. 100%. Go, go, go. Lama law, lama law. And love the person at the same time. How do you do that? How do you do that? So first of all, we have to be introduced to the notion of what's called the internal dialogue. Contrary to popular belief that states that the first sign of madness is when you begin speaking to yourself. In Jewish belief, the first sign of sanity is when you begin speaking to yourself. Unless you're able to engage in what's called an internal dialogue to speak to yourself, you will be very strapped and inhibited in your potential to grow spiritually. Spiritual growth requires an internal discussion between the different parts of self. If you can't have this internal discussion, the chances are you will be very handicapped in how far you can go in your achievement of greatness of spirit. Some frowns, people look at me with consternation. Aaron. Ah, oh, so now the first point when discussing internal di dialogue, like when any dialogue, you have to know who's coming to the table, who are the two parties that are engaged in discussion. And clarity is required in this area. The way the Choyvah Salvavos points it out in Shar Avodas Elohim in the fifth chapter is the discussion takes place between what he calls the Seichel and the Nefesh. The Seichel means the intellect, the morality, the farsightedness, the logic the rational side of man and the nefesh is who we are not who we think not who we believe but who we really are our heart of our experience of self our midas, our traits, our personalities that's, that's the nefesh the nefesh doesn't necessarily have the rational mind all the time sometimes yes, sometimes not the nefesh is not necessarily moral sometimes the nefesh can be pernicious and immoral 
The nefesh is the gamut who you are as people. And the seichel is above, looking down. The seichel is m- measured. The seichel is far-sighted, understanding, has the wisdom to guide and to instruct. So these are the two parties that come to the table. So the one on the hand you have the seichel, on the other hand you have the nefesh. Now, that discussion could take many forms. The discussion could take the form of Seichel comes to Nefesh and says Nefesh Did you just call it a Shachris? Or Nefesh Says the Seichel to the Nefesh Did you go to Musashir today? The Nefesh says Seichel, of course I went to Musashir today Says the Seichel But all you did was sleep the entire time Says the Nefesh back to the Seichel Have you sat in that Musashir? Says the Seichel, no Says the Nefesh It is Gives new words to the gives new meaning to the word boring. Seichel says, but it's good for you. But Nefesh says, well, go jump in a lake. I'm not <laughs> paying attention to that share. It's, it's, it's the best cure to sleep since, since this point in time appropriate to insert the name of a famous, famous sleep remedy. Uh, sorry? Night nurse. Night nurse. Night nurse. I was saying NyQuil. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Uh, alcohol is far broader uses than just putting it to sleep. Handler, you may not know. <laughs> Classical music? Like it in the story. There's a story about <laughs> him, uh, the Rob that he had two people that, uh, a couple that every single Friday night in his sermon that inevitably, inevitably fall asleep. <laughs> and he went away to a, to a city to be a guest rabbi. 200 miles away and lo and behold when he got up to the podium he saw that same couple sitting in the audience <laughs> and he couldn't believe it they, they, they fall asleep during his droshes and surely sure enough he started his drosha and they completely fell asleep he went to them afterwards he said you know I'm so impressed that you, you stepped all this way just to have me speak with the rabbi he says it's our best sleep in the week because we give up on it Problem. <laughs> <laughs> Who's it? I found them. Tales out of show. So, so, so I feel the same way. But Baruch Hashem, you people don't have to wait till Friday night. <laughs> A daily snooze. <laughs> Siesta. Siesta time. Okay. So uh, it seems that this is t- too, too, too laborious, too informative for you. It's good. It's good. You're happy. Yeah. So again, model. You got the model. Now we have to go into the internal dialogue, Seichel, Nefesh. Now the Seichel and the Nefesh can have a discussion in one of the two ways. The Seichel can be this autocrat, this old schoolmaster that says, Naughty, 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 naughty boy! And the Nefesh says, I'm sorry. But in that model, what's happened is, you've returned to this. Where the Seichel has everything, and the Nefesh has nothing. And you don't see it as a mediation. In other words, if you look upon the relationship between the Seichel and the Nefesh as a classic model of, let's say, negative education where the Seichel is the schoolmaster and the Nefesh is the child in the classroom and the schoolmaster says, you did this wrong, you must do this otherwise you're going to be in trouble if that's the nature of the internal dialogue the chances are the kid ain't going to learn anything and he's going to be rebelled meaning you won't move one step forward in your mind you'll believe all the right things and in your behavior will do all the wrong things because you'll just be that kid in the classroom they can't wait for the lecture to get over 
very much probably like you feel right now. Not all of you, not all of you. You do, but I'm saying Ryan doesn't. So are you saying that like in a way that's the same thing as there not being an enthusiasm to understand what's really back to the thing where he goes and he sees all he sees is his friend's nose. It's the same thing. If he's not interested to learn, he'll never learn. And likewise So you the as the mediator yeah. you have to create the interest. So what happens like this? So Seichel comes to Nefesh and says um, in the classic example would be Seichel comes to Nefesh and says, Nefesh why didn't you have Kavona in your, in your Shemoneser today? Well, what's with your Shachris? I mean, it was shocking. In the middle of, in the, middle of the first bracha, you're already thinking about breakfast. So the Seichel is back to, the Nefesh is back to the Seichel. Yeah, but I mean, think about the breakfast. I mean, it's a new raisin brain I just bought. Raisin brain. In the middle of Shemoneser, what are you? Not because, because uh, if that's, if, that, if that's a discussion, so then the Nefesh eventually will say, okay, Seichel, what should I do? You should have Kavona. Fine, I'll have Kavona tomorrow. Nothing will happen. What happens if the Seichel approaches Nefesh after davening and says, Nefesh, how was, how was Shachris? I thought it was okay. Okay, um, did you... Now, you understand. So now, over here, the model is Shachris is the stimulus, Tefillah. The Nefesh is the organism. And you want to create a response where the Tefillah is a glorious liberating, revitalizing experience. Tefillah is meant to give you here. So a person has to walk out of chakras, theoretically, the ideal response would be you walk out of chakras and you feel alive. It's a chius. It's, 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 it's the Shlach College, if I'm not mistaken, says it's like, I think it's a Shlach, but I could be wrong. It says, you know, just like a person has three meals a day, your soul needs to feed three times a day. You have to have the three Tefillahs are food for your soul. So you should walk out refreshed and energized. Energized is a word. So, how was how was Twitter today? Nefesh says it was great. Um, well, how do you describe the greatness? Well, it's over. Okay, but my dear Nefesh, surely you, surely there's more to Twitter than that. No, uh, I learned all the kids of Shulchan Aruch, and it said you have to be there at this time, and you have to dive in this, and then, and I did all those things. Um, did you enjoy it? No. Why did you do it? So now what you're trying to do is you're trying to create an interest. I did it because I have to. Why, why do you have to do it? Um, well, because it says it in the Shulchan Aruch. So what? Oh, it's true. Well, why do you think Hashem wants you to do it? I don't know. Well, think. Does Hashem want... Why did He create you? For, for, for good or for bad? No, no, for good. Maybe it's good. Hard for me to believe. All those words and then Hebrew and I don't understand them, hard for me to believe. Well, maybe they are. Have you ever seen anyone enjoy diving? Yes. I went to a meeting the other day and I saw this man and he looked like he was having the time of his life. I thought it was bizarre. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to go further in this discussion, but you could. Until you're able to awaken in the Nefesh and Nefesh says, Seichel, do you think I could feel that way? Sure you could. Well, how would I do that? Well, well, it's not, not what well, may not happen immediately, but let's just let's just think about let's just think about one point of tefillah. Fine. Which point of tefillah would you like to think about, Seichel? Let's pick. Let's pick a pasuk. A pasuk. Fine. A pasuk. Which pasuk do you want to pick? I want to pick the pasuk in Ashrei. Okay. What does it mean? It means. Uh, says the Nefesh back to the Seichel. It means, uh, Sorry, Nefesh, I didn't hear what you said. Oh, it's just the verse. 
you know, and if it's, I think, I think I, I'm starting to see a problem up here. When you read through these these words, what's your mind frame? My mind frame is I better read through them so I can get to the end. Aha. Uh-huh. Let me. Can I switch the mind frame? Seichel, I'm open to anything. I want to get more out of this. It's, it's, it's for me the thought that I'm going to have to be doing this for the next seventy years of my life, day in and day out, three times a day, is absolutely terrifying for me because it seems so boring. I have no idea how I'm going to handle it. I'm just just going by the right. I'll put my frog away. <laughs> sure. To make sure that you tame that frog. Um, so you had a good contraption that the legs were tight. It's bound. It ain't going nowhere this frog. Um, <laughs> Rafi. <laughs> You're saying you need to try and manipulate the nephews. No, so you're not trying to manipulate. You're trying to find in the nefesh the the nefesh is not bad. The nefesh is not good. The nefesh is a conglomeration of good and bad. But the nefesh has a ta'ahara. The nefesh has a she'ifa to connect to Hashem. If the nefesh wouldn't have any connect, desire to connect to Hashem, so then you'd have nothing to work with. If the, in other words, if the, this is the problem that people make, they think the discussion is between Yetzirah and Yetzirah. Discussion between Yetzirah and Yetzirah, there's nothing to talk about. <laughs> Yetzirah says, I don't want, and Yetzirah says, I do want. The discussion is dafka between the Seich and the Nefesh. The Nefesh itself has got Ryan, has got Toiv. It's got lots of Toiv. Say to the Nefesh, Nefesh, do you honestly, would you feel Gishmak if you could connect to Hashem in Shemon Esrei? He'd say, yes, I would love to do that. I just don't know how. Okay. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Your Nefesh isn't there yet? Let's talk about your Nefesh, Hengla. So when I say Hendler, it's just a, it's a, it's a pseudonym. It's a prototype. It's a prototype. Um, well, let's talk about your nefesh. Your nefesh has any desire to connect to the Creator through Shemon Esra? First, I say to you that... No, not your seichel. Your nefesh. Do you feel? Not you know. Do you feel? Yes. You do? Okay. But do you, is there a part of you that doesn't have any desire as well? There is a part of you that doesn't want to. Of course there is, because otherwise you'd be in total spiritual ecstasy every Shemon Esrei. And I'm not saying that you weren't, but it didn't look like it. <laughs> hey? it's, it's called a Hashara. It's a Umdara. That's an Umdara. It's a Chazoka. Do you understand what I'm saying? That there's a part of you that yes wants, and there's a part of you that no wants. Correct? Okay, and both those parts in the nefesh, because in the seichel, it's kule once. The seichel says, that's the right thing to do, no question. But the nefesh says, yes, I want. The seichel says, it is right. It doesn't give, it, it doesn't give an emotional content to it. There's no emotional flavor to it. It's just, it is. No. Huh? Whereas the nefesh, there's a part of it which wants connection, and there's a part of it which doesn't want connection. There's a part of it which wants connection to monastery, and there's a part of it which wants connection to breakfast. So that's a conflict. So when you have a conflict, you can, you can arbitrate between the two sides and try to come up with a solution which allows one side to come on top of another. That's a negotiation process. That only works if you understand. There's, there's a, you can figure out a way to, like, I, I don't feel like it's, I don't feel like I have a very, I don't know, sometimes, I don't feel like my nefesh has, like, a real, like, connection. Like, you don't feel that your nefesh has a desire to connect? Yeah. You don't? Why do you dive in? 
Let's have this discussion, okay? I'll be your seichel, you be your nefesh. Wait, wait, one second. We're going to go through this. Oh. I'm going to be your seichel, you be your nefesh. Nefesh, um, I saw you in davening today and you seemed pretty, pretty uninterested. Is that true? Yeah. Why did you come to davening in the first place? Because I have to. Why do you have to? I don't know. You never used to daven five years ago. So and then you're right, I didn't. <laughs> oh, fine. No, I didn't. <laughs> so, it says in Shulchan Why do you feel that you're bound by what the Shulchan Aruch says? Because the Shulchan Aruch, it's true. It's true? Yeah. That's not the kind of thing. When, 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 when Hashem said that, and it was through the words of the Anshak Nisai that they designed the Tefillahs, and they gave over this format. What do you think the intention was when the Antichrist designed Philip? What did they want from it? What did they want to do with it? I did they fail? I mean, <laughs> I'm asking you, Nefesh. Do you feel they failed? I don't, I don't know. I don't Could it possibly be that maybe it just takes a little bit more training? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. If you had looked for where you could improve it so it could be a greater heightened connection, what do you think you'd need to do in your Shemana Esra? You have no idea. Do you think, do you understand all the words clearly? Yeah. Do you understand the progression of how it works 3.13.3? Do you understand the context of the text itself? To understand the why, why it goes from Avos to Gvurais to Kedusha, and then to understand why it starts off with Chochmah and then goes on to Tshuva, to understand the whole process of how you're trying to get to a certain height, to understand why it's go. That's a seichel. No, 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 no. I'm saying. So, I'm asking if you understand what the motive is. You're, you're right, there's an intellectual basis to my feeling. My feelings aren't just random, they come from somewhere. You know, if I feel that there's an order to what I'm doing, if I feel that I'm going in the direction, so it makes it more meaningful for me. Do you have a sense of where the direction is? Okay, so we have a lot more to talk about, my dear Nefesh. <laughs> you see where I have the issue. But isn't less more in that sense? What do you mean? Generally struggles with, with the amount of things. So isn't to do a little bit less but more of a quality and really connecting it more as depends on the person. Depends on the person's nefesh. Sometimes a person's nefesh is only satisfied when he has to understand the bigger picture. So until you can understand why is the Birchasashaka followed by Kobanas, followed by Arkshama, followed by Ashray, then the Halalukas, then Kriasyam then Nishtabach, then Baruchu, then Birchus Kirishma, then Shema, then the last Baruch of God Yisrael, then Shema Yisrael, going down into Tachnun, from Tachnun back into Ashray, then Ole. When he sees that, he goes, Ah, now I get where I'm going to. To feel a journey and understand how each destination, the journey, gives me something that I need for the next stage. It's almost as if I'm going to, I'm trying to get somewhere, and I've got pit stops along the way which fill me up. So he says, aha, no. and as he goes through the Twitter, he feels that sense of journeying. If a person doesn't have a sense of that, even though he knows that this, these words in this line is Shemayashra mean this, but he feels the rest of the Twitter is just a waste of time. So it depends on the person and what he needs. Where's the dialogue Lewis. then? So then, we can't just have the Seichel take over the Nefesh? No, because that's, that's back to the old model, right? You need to mediate, you need to teach the Nefesh the Seichel. 
So the nefesh is self-motivated to do what the seichel wants it to do. But at the end of the day, then, aren't you turning the nefesh into the seichel? Yes. So you can't. So it can't take over. You have to teach it to be the seichel. That's right. And so, in the end of the day, you're only letting the nefesh make the decisions because the nefesh doesn't need the seichel to tell it what to, how to make the right decision. The ultimate goal, if a person would succeed in this, yes. so it's called the purification of your heart. <laughs> that you intuit the right decision. You feel the right decision, not that you know the right decision. That when sometimes in the seichel it says, I should give this guy my drink of water. You feel, I don't want to give this guy a drink of water. When you've integrated the lesson, you feel, I want to give this guy a drink of water. And that's what the Seichel says, give him a drink of water. And you say, I want to give him a drink of water. That's when the fusion has occurred. That's the goal. The goal is to rise above the Eight Sahara. Hide your above the Eight Sahara. It's not that you live in your Seichel, it's that you bring the Seichel down into the lave. The way the, the, the Swayam talk about it is that, they literally talk about it as the transformation of the heart into you can either have a system whereby your heart sends out messages to your seichel and your seichel functions according to your heart or your seichel sends messages down to your heart and your heart functions according to your seichel. The one is living in the world of Gashmi, one is living in the world of Rukhmi. Okay, gentlemen, I'm going to just continue speaking and then to put the rest of you to sleep.